Welcome to Resiliency Radio. Hey everyone, welcome back to Resiliency Radio. This is Draven Bowman. This is Jonas Smith. Land Allen. We're excited uh, to come to you again with another episode, another podcast. Obviously, we do want to apologize for um, the extended hiatus that we took. Um, unfortunately, life does get in the way, and um, timing isn't great for all of us, and we're kind of unable to find the right topic at the right time, um, and it feel like it flowed well. Uh, obviously, that's on us, but it did mean a lot uh, seeing, seeing some of you guys kind of out and about and, and asking us when when the next podcast was and wanting to know um, that that did you know kind of motivate us to try to make it work, and, and hopefully that's what we're going to do tonight. Uh, but w- once again, I, I could say this a billion times. We we want to thank you guys for your support. It does mean the world to us um, to, to know that maybe we're making a little bit of a difference or maybe that we're impacting uh, some of you and, and, and maybe that you're hearing a little different perspective. Um, it does mean a lot to us, makes us feel a little more fulfilled about uh, about what we're doing here. Um, we've got a topic tonight that, that we kind of we kind of want to let uh, flow pretty free. Um, I know it's a topic that we've discussed in the previous, and it's a topic that I know Jonah kind of takes a lot of pride in, and so we're probably going to kind of let him spearhead this experiment, uh, but we uh, we just want you guys to enjoy it, um, hear, hear some feedback from us on what we think. Uh, Jonah, if you kind of want to take this over. Yep, so tonight's topic is going to be like battles we've faced and like how to combat them and stuff like that, but um, once again... Terribly sorry, everybody. It was a, yeah. it was a big deal that apparently we uh, didn't upload in the past month and a half, two months, something like that. I know for a fact I didn't think it was a. Uh, I didn't yeah. think people were actually, you know, just waiting for this thing to come out. Um, I know these guys didn't as well. Um, it's been a long month and a long month and a half. Yeah. Um, the month of June, it was, it was a long month. I know for me and me and these guys, it was just really hard for us to um link up get together just even hang out in general like um, time it was difficult exactly and i can't even recall us texting a lot like in the month of june like it like we've currently learned i guess at this age that like we do get busy yeah i know landon in the month of june had his had his first uh what drill or something like that sadly (laughs) yep um draven i know draven's been working every day and as have i and uh, it's it's just been busy, and um, this uh, topic uh, it hit home, especially for me. Um, not necessarily that I've been going through anything or like that. Just just seeing certain uh, situations and stuff like that, and uh, learning to reflect on a good bit. And I think quarantine taught me, especially over this year, to reflect more and to we said it a lot down to the nitty gritty, but like actually not just saying like. Not just talking about a problem, but like really reflecting upon it um, in yourself, like really getting down to it. Yeah. Um. We watched, uh, or watched. Well, yeah, actually, we did watch because it's a. They have a YouTube channel. We met some uh, friends over in Georgia. Uh, a great pod- podcast. Yeah, some really great guys, and uh, we listened to their podcast, and they really. I know we talk about problems sometimes, but yeah. we talk about like how we know how to combat them to the best of our abilities and our knowledge but these guys really did a great job and showed me something for sure about how to break down that problem into literally 
I mean, they dissected this problem every bit they could. Yeah, so to kind of jump on your point, Jonah, and we we watched the podcast together, one thing that they, um, that they talked about with their problems and one thing that I was super impressed with, especially with people around our age, is how open and upfront. Yeah, and, they were completely and, and, honest and transparent they were with no, their problems. I thought that was really cool. Anytime that you've got a problem, if you're not open and transparent and honest about the issue, um, it can't then, be pure. Then you can hide, yeah. Then you can hide some of it away, and you'll never really truly uh, come to a, a, a fixed solution if you're not completely transparent and open and honest. And seeing how uh, honest those guys were, I don't, I don't know if motivated would be the right word, but it definitely. Um, made me look at, at, at into my life um and kind of take a an introverted look and figure out um and kind of uh into into a little more detail you know and 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 really really uh dig and try to discover um certain issues maybe plaguing uh my personal life or spiritual life um and, and try to get down to as we say the nitty gritty um, but the, it was definitely motivational in that aspect. Those those guys' podcast. Yep, and they uh, I think they uploaded it uh, what two three days ago, yeah, something like something that. Like so they're that. like fairly new, and uh, and they they didn't ask us to give them a shout out or anything <laughs> like that. We just we just me and Draven. It was right. really on our on our minds, and that was something I wish really. Uh, I'm I'm big into podcasts. Uh, and Draven got me into podcasts a good bit uh, last year. And uh, it's, I don't know, it's more like, a, I guess you could say soul food per se or something yeah. like that. Like something that's going to help you versus just listening to that new song or something yeah. like yeah. that. And especially in quarantine, I, I wish I could have stumbled across like some good content like that versus watching, YouTube, I, I don't even videos. know what was the big on Netflix or YouTube or right. something like that. And especially during quarantine, um... Well, One of the big killers I I found was was like social media oh, and man. platforms and entertainment like that. Like I realized I actually deactivated my Facebook for like three months because of well because the, all the well it, from, to the start well a little bit before yeah a little bit before quarantine but after that I did I I can't recall me missing well, Facebook well, at there's all. There's so much negativity. Um, that and that's all it is, and it blinds you to the positivity. But exactly. I kind of, I guess, uh, I want to take the opposite end of the spectrum on that one, <laughs> because for me, um, social media is in the hands of the controller, and it's kind of democratized everybody. It's gave everybody a voice, you know. And in certain countries, you know, um, not to get a uh, political here, but in certain countries, they don't have that freedom, uh, right? The the citizens of that country, they don't have the freedom to to rightly express, you know, their what's going on and the oppression that they face. Um, but but social media uh, gives everyone that ability. So in that sense, I'm appreciative of um, the the platform that social media is, but also. I can totally see where you're coming. Brings from. so much negativity. There is so much negativity. Like you can go on Facebook right now and you might find find one positive post versus uh, the twenty negative posts. No, I mean seriously, it's, it's kind of it's kind of like the news. It's 
Yeah. It's like you go in the news and you'll see the weather and then you'll see where all these people were murdered and all these mm-hmm. other bad and terrible stories. You'll never yeah. see the good stories. And until you put yourself out there in the world, you'll never, you'll never see the positivity. I work, um, I cut grass every morning. So, so I, I come in contact with the public and, and sometimes I don't follow coronavirus, uh, guidelines or anything. So don't tell on me, but, um, but I talk to the public a lot and that's probably one of the more favorite things about my job. And there's absolutely so much positivity, uh, out there in the public and, and the people that I deal with on a day to day basis are great. And so I think that, you know, social media, you don't really get that. Um, the only thing that's highlighted in social media a lot of times are the bad things yeah. and, and are the negative things. And to see something like that channel that just came out is like a lot. It's else. refreshing. Yes, it's refreshing. Yes. Um, to to see people out there who kind of, um, not that we've you know this idea is completely original with us. The idea that social <laughs> media exactly. is negative. No, <laughs> but to see that there are other people out there who share the same ideology as far as social media goes, it is refreshing. And it is refreshing to see that other people find um, find positivity in other forms, like Christianity, you know, like in our faith. And, uh, and, and they, don't, they don't find the, the positive in a social media post that may or may not get 150 likes, you know, or, yeah. in, or in the comparison that you can make um, from social media and seeing somebody else's picture and your picture. And it, it was refreshing to see those guys and and the, the positivity that they got from each other, from talking about their problems. Um, and, and that's a great example of them using social media as a positive platform. And you rarely see that, especially in people our age. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I completely agree. Most most of the time people our age are pretty, pretty immature with how their posts are and stuff like that. So a lot of it's just negatively revolved around them. And or, it's and it's not necessarily bad stuff that they're posting um, content-wise, but the, there's so many negative connotations behind exactly. it. And, and the thought is for it to be negative. I mean, like, I know we can all go on Snapchat right now and find somebody who has posted something that's just completely... Ne- like yeah. negative, like a completely negative mindset. Like somebody who's like, "Oh, I stay to myself," and yeah. blah blah. You know, we we can all go on Snapchat and find that kind of stuff. And it's just such a negative mindset, and that kind of plagues our whole society right and now. And it, it does. And I know we we want to talk about problems and the challenges that we face and how to combat those. And if that isn't a problem and a challenge that I, at least I know our country faces, but I know our generation faces. Uh, that is a huge issue. I agree. And I don't, obviously I don't want to take anything away from those that do use social media as a positive platform like Grace Podcast. Um, but it's kind of a really gray scale. Yeah. Talk about. It, it, it's just the majority, especially right now, like the bad's going to outweigh the good. Uh, yeah. It's completely negative, but I do believe it is a complete grayscale. There is, I believe there's just as much good mm-hmm. like out there. I do. Like it's obviously we can't sure. see it. Yeah, it and I haven't get, seen it in a while anyways. But it doesn't get publicized, you know? Yeah. All, because nobody wants good. to hear, you know, something good like, no. uh, well, I'm, I don't know any examples, but <laughs> I mean, well, I don't it's know a any huge grayscale. We don't ever see any. Exactly. Anymore. Exactly. Um, exactly. But no, I agree. Most people are, um, they they look towards politicizing things, and um, they want to make things political. And because of that, they look for issues that they can do. And I don't like to talk about politics too often, but there, to my belief, 
um, there are certain issues that don't deserve to be politicized. And the, and the positivity and the mental health of others is an issue that does not deserve to be politicized. It's and an issue that... It's a, mental it's health a, and social media alone. It's a morality that, and, yes. an, and an ethical issue, and it deserves to, to, be, um, to be taken care of with the utmost attention. And I don't think that uh, politics has anything to do or, or belongs anywhere within those problems and if and if you can't i don't obviously i don't know the numbers behind this um but i'm sure that social media plays a huge role and um in the negativity of mental health and all the um that's you know i I obviously don't have numbers back that up but exactly i I wish i could find like gosh i forget what it was i forget if it was if it was Fox, MSN, I, I forget what it was, but they released like a poll or some, a poll, a stat sheet of something like of suicides over quarantine. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and like, you can't help but wonder, like, especially like you hear about all these suicide rates and stuff like that in like places where like, uh, I want to say like what, Washington State's probably like the number one in America or right, something like that. Yeah. They say just because it's so dark, dreary, cold. Yeah. And, and when you get what locked in your house quarantine last what three months three months something like that when you get locked in your house and people don't get to just appreciate and that's a whole nother topic about appreciation they don't get to hang around their people to take their mind off stuff and exactly exactly and it's like they kind of use like that's like me using you as a crutch kind of yeah like just to take my mind off of it but um i wish i I wish I could find that stat, but I'm not. We're not going to worry about that, anyways. But as far as like the suicides over quarantine, I remember whatever it was, it it shocked me. Yeah. Because you can't help but wonder, like, how many of that stuff was just getting constantly discouraged from mm-hmm. the stuff you're seeing, on like on media. entertainment, yeah. on social media. Like it could be a bad home life for all you know. I think like, we you, undervalue um, people. And the positivity yeah, that people absolutely. bring. And one thing I kind of wanted to note there is, um, think about how many relationships have suffered um, because of quarantine. Yeah. Not not saying that being around your spouse for twenty four seven is a bad thing, or not being around, or them. not being. But but I think we can all admit that space sometimes is a good thing, and that and that no matter who you are, um, spending you know twenty four hours. Uh, with the same person, there there's going to be some tension. And I have a, a friend who works with, um, obviously I tie in sports anytime I can, but I have a friend that works with with basketball coaches all around the country. And uh, and he and I were speaking uh, uh, probably a month or so ago, um, actually probably a little longer than that. And he said, you know, he's got coaches all over the country calling him and asking him, hey, what do I do? I'm at home and I'm never at home. And I'm at home to stay for a long time now, and I don't know how to handle it. I don't know how to how to, you know, when my wife is working on dinner and 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 taking out the trash, I don't know what to do. I'm I'm never here, you know. I don't know how to act with my wife and with my kids. And um, hearing him speak really opened my eyes because there there are some issues there, um, relationship wise. Um, and I, I'm sure that they're they're you know, like my relationship. I don't. I, it didn't suffer. I think. Um, I think you know we we uh, we kind of grew, um, but I think that uh, relationships, especially during this quarantine time, can can suffer because you know I couldn't be around Jonah for twenty four seven. See, I could. <laughs> see, I, 
this is where I reverse the spectrum, like you just said earlier. Like, yeah. I believe, like, over quarantine, some of my relationships, like, became stronger. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because mine, uh, I mean, I still went to work and everything like that, so I wasn't too out of the loop and yeah. stuff like that. I still got to go around, but um, I believe, I, I truly believe staying, like, at home and all that, and uh, I guess this could be a positive for social media. I mean, I'm not really big on social media right now yeah. but uh i guess this is a plus for it or a point for it but uh a lot of my relationships grew yeah and uh i felt like i had a decent attitude about so, it about the whole about thing, the yeah. whole thing um i was uh one of the people that kind of took it a little bit more serious because yeah, and I, I was gonna no- i was gonna note that um i think that when you say all that to say that like wh- we were very fortunate here in Spring Garden in Cherokee County, that things getting didn't get too bad from the get go. Obviously, the numbers are different every day, and you know I see this and I see that, and um, obviously it's a thing we should all take very seriously. But you know, obviously here in Spring Garden, you know we didn't we didn't get the full fledged you know COVID nineteen. I don't think so. We were all able to kind of resume our lives with some sort of normalcy um, and, and continue our day to days uh, like this thing. Not like it didn't happen, but, you know, with with little to no um, kind of, you know, confusion or, or, uh, or, you know, lack of normalcy. No, I get you. But um, as far as we, we've talked about tons of problems, and it's funny how uh, over the past month, it's kind of, I guess you'd say, just getting back into the, getting back into life. You know yeah. what I mean? And uh, it started in May, too, but uh, June is when everything started to get completely normal for me and that I get, I don't know about y'all, but that's just how it was for me. But, um, we talked about problems and how to combat them, Mm -hmm. but, uh, it's funny how it all comes to quarantine and, um, I couldn't tell you who said it, but, uh, one of our high school teachers always says it's, uh, better to come prepared. I, do you you ring a bell? Anybody? I mean, sounds like Miss King. Oh Yeah. But Maybe. is Miss King better to come prepared than? I mean, well, it's, it's something to that sort. Like that, but yeah. if you're listening, I'm sorry. But um, <laughs> just know you you made some of it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but um, thinking about that, uh, no one could have been prepared for this year. I mean, we started out the year <laughs> World War Three yeah. yeah. into yeah. quarantine into killer hornets. To mm-hmm. I mean, it it went everywhere. And t- who knows? It's, exactly. Who knows what else this year will will bring? But it all came down for me for quarantine. There was really a, really a huge, uh, not deal breaker or anything like that. But it 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 really got to me. Yeah. And it I believe I I grew from it. And yeah. coming from that, I feel fortunate to say I didn't take steps back. Yeah. Uh, so to that note, I kind of want to share. Um, it's just kind of came to me. Something that I've learned through the quarantine, and I don't know necessarily that the quarantine is something that's caused this, but obviously um, we've had a lot kind of like family get-togethers throughout this whole thing. Um, and I think I've learned, because there's been issues, societal issues, um, especially political issues, and everybody loves to talk about those. And everybody has an opinion about those. Oh, yeah. And so I think for me... Uh, the biggest thing I've learned is um, I've I've to I've sacrificed being right 
a lot of times to for the sake of a, for for the sake of a relationship. Yeah. See, um, I think I think politics it just kills it, so many friendships, it kills me, so many yeah. relationships. And I think that's why you you sometimes just gotta leave them out of your conversation. And so yeah, and so for me, uh, I guess those of you that know me know that I'm probably pretty hard headed and that I uh, I like to conversate a lot and. Um, but I've had to I've had to kind of sacrifice being right. And that's one thing I've learned that it's not always worth it. Um, so I've had to sacrifice being right for the sake of a relationship that I value much, much more. And I don't want to damage that relationship, um, you know, for one little political conversation. Um, but people do, and it's yeah, it's crazy to see people get so angered when you challenge their side of the spectrum, whatever side that may be. But I've I've learned that, you know, um, and maybe I, I definitely should apply this in other aspects of my life, um, but I've had to uh, give up being right. And for those of you who know me, you're probably saying, what? Yeah, I have. Uh, but I've had to give up being right just for the sake of, of some relationships. And if you're asking me if it was worth it, 110%, yes, it was worth oh, it. Oh, yeah. Um, because I value those relationships. And that's kind of the question I had to ask myself. Do I value the love I have for this person and, you know, the relationship that we have more than I value being right in, an this, opinion co- in this conversation yeah. on the 4th of July? Yes, of course I do. So that was an easy answer for me. It just kind of took an epiphany, I guess. It just kind of took, uh, you know, this moment of exactly. self-reflection to say, Are you're, really, this is this is how petty you're being? Um, so I had to talk to myself about that. But... Uh, I don't know if you can say that's through quarantine or what, but that has been one thing. And um, I think if you, oh my bad, no, no, sorry, I didn't interrupt you. I think if we are gonna, t- if you are gonna talk about politics with somebody, I think you should both have the, you know, the maturity to respect each other's Agree side. Agree to disagree. Totally. Yeah, exactly. Like even if you do disagree, I think you should, like you said, value your relationship much more much than your, more. both of your opinions. Yeah. Like, like who cares what you think? Like even uh, depending on what that is, obviously. Yeah. But you know. You should you should still respect each other after. You should of still course, be able to yeah. shake hands and kind of, you know, okay. whatever. With all whoa, 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 whoa. You can't shake hands, pal. Well, with all of this being said, with all of this being said, what do you think the number one thing you learned in quarantine is? Oh, man. Huh. With all this conversation, like I said. To be happy with yourself. Wow. Ra- rather, than to, rather than to use other people to try to get stuff off your mind yeah. find your own ways to get stuff off your mind if that makes sense like you know go be productive in some way rather than you know just kind of dwell yeah, on we things we found out ways to be productive around the house I think stuff I, like that I, I found I don't know why but I started <laughs> who cleans blinds at our age you know I started cleaning my blinds last month but. I, I guess I take kind of the opposite of Landon I've learned how much I value people in my life how much I value... Oh, I mean, I definitely value... Right, everybody. no, yeah, right, That's right, That's not right. what I'm saying. I'm just saying, like, a lot of people tend to use people as a crutch to try to, you know, drive happiness yeah, out of yeah, them. Yeah, 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 of course. So, like, I feel like it's important to, you know, try to be happy... Be happy with your, yourself. Be happy, to, be happy on your own. Yeah. Like, you know, obviously there's times where you want to hang around your friends and stuff, but try to find your own ways to be happy by yourself. Right. You know, because if you're happy by yourself, then, you know, you can always... that's really main- what it's all about. You can always right. maintain that positivity. Yeah. But if you're never happy with yourself, then, you know, you're just kind of... And especially through the panic and everything, like it, it really, it really showed me how, like, I'm this way anyways. Um, well, you're life's short, man. Though. Life's yeah. short, super short. Um, I'm more of a spontaneous. Let's do it now. Let's do, 
you wanted to go to the beach tonight. Let's let's drive in. Well, you were trying so, to go to the beach like like last the other day. We were driving down the road, and John said, "Hey, do you want to go to the beach?" I said, "Well, you know, we'll have to do this, this." And he said, "I'm talking like next week. Yeah, let's go to the beach." Like, yeah, that's the kind of person you are. You're just kind of spontaneous like that. Yeah. Well, then I kind of realized that COVID was kind of on the right. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> um. But my point is, dang it, Jerry, you got me off point. So now I'm thinking. But no, uh, in all seriousness, um, it really taught me, I guess, just to be appreciative of everything. Right. Realize how short life really is. Yeah. Because the media really scared yeah. everyone to death. Like, had me thinking, like, you Be know, appreciative when it's normal. Exactly. Yeah. I remember well, I was... Normal. I w- the new normal. Like, yeah. right before it started, like, I had the flu. So, I, I think... Like when I went, I went to get steroid shots or something, yeah. something like that, and uh, so I was a little loopy and all that. Yeah. I was energetic. My temperature was up and stuff like that. So anytime I was hot or anything like that, when I'd be checking my temperature, it, it was just it was scary right. for me because I took it super serious. Right. But um, it it really showed me how uh, short life is yeah. and how how you should appreciate your relationships, um, how you should confront every problem and what really brought that up as we brought it we're not going to keep bringing it up but that grace podcast really did a great job we're going to put a link in uh the description uh when this is posted but um that yep i just how short life is that's what it mainly taught me yeah so for me i guess um i guess but just how much i value people um so and and we we about the same on that one yeah and my relationships um i you know, I've said this a billion and a half times, and I'll continue to say it, is that I'm just so fortunate and so grateful to have the people in my life that are in my life. And I wouldn't, Absolutely. I wouldn't trade those people um, for anybody else in the world. And I want to kill them sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, especially during the quarantine. But I really, I, I, I've learned that I, um, the, about the people that I admire and the people that I respect, and the people that I love, and that I look up to, and that are leaders and mentors to me, and 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 my friends, and and my family, um, how much I really value those relationships, and how appreciative I am of them, and kind of having those stripped away from me for a little bit. Um, you don't really know what to do. No, yourself. you know, I guess it's that old saying: absence makes the heart grow fonder. And I, I really have. I agree with that. There are certain people I haven't got to see. You know that I can't wait to see and I can't wait to you know with all COVID regulations um, applied I can't wait to give them a hug it's funny that you want something so much that you suddenly can't have yeah I know and I can't wait to give them a hug and tell them I love them and and, and ask them you know how they've been but yeah for me it's it's those relationships and I've and I've just I've I've missed the camaraderie of certain people and you know I'm, I'm looking forward to hopefully 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 everybody does their part i'm looking forward to getting that back soon oh for sure i think like you said just valuing relationships is a really big thing and you know obviously when everything is back to normal you you have to try to remind yourself that hey you need to appreciate these people yeah you know don't just because things are normal you don't, don't want to forget don't those let feelings it go. you had in that dark moment exactly. during quarantine or something like that exactly but um one the last question we got wrote down we we talked pretty pretty much about the battles we've uh kind of faced and it sounds like we all we all kind of you know didn't really suffer we came on top i mean yeah can, i, th- can I we think we can count ourselves yeah. very I mean, fortunate yeah. absolutely absolutely but um 
the other question we have wrote down is like, what do you have to say to like the people that are struggling still from from that the the relationships that didn't get stronger like yeah um for me jeez um it's kind of a kind of a hard question like to answer you yeah know? exactly me, and it's so broad yeah. like because every situation is obviously different, different so you can't really think of exactly what to say without knowing the perfect ideal the scenario the situation. so okay i mean for me i guess i'm gonna as broad as that question is i'm gonna trying to do my best to kind of answer um for me whether it be an individual you know problem or you know um, a relationship i think it's probably important to find purpose i know each individual in order to be productive at least it, this is my belief needs purpose and um i spoke with a guy who's a very good friend of mine a very good mentor of mine and we spoke about purpose just earlier tonight and we spoke about how everyone needs purpose and without purpose um you 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 kind of just roam around and i think even sometimes relationships need purpose um they they need goals uh they need they need to hold each other accountable but uh especially individual people and 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 you need purpose and you need something that's a driving force in your life and you need to find people who who mean a lot to you and who can push you and who can hold you accountable and have moments of confrontation. Not everybody likes. Nobody likes. And have moments of confrontation. Exactly. Um, when 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 you know when you have to have them. When you when you're not in line and when you need to be checked. You about hit opinion. the nail on the head with me. I can I agree with that. And I point towards my answer for the whole thing was that podcast we listened to. Yeah. Being open, honest, confronting your problem right. head on, and just dissecting it you know learning everything about like exactly what is going on with you because especially over quarantine obviously we worked on ourselves but dissecting that problem and then getting an accountability partner going to someone like you know i have accountability partners i you know i text draven and landon a good bit and a couple of other guys where you know we'll text each other you know every now and then and just be like hey man you good or something like that just just checking in on 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 each other so the only thing i could think of and that that's worked personally i know for me is confronting the problem and like i said i didn't really know as much as dissecting it as much as those other guys taught me how to and just i'm talking about just they were brutally honest and i i admired that you need that sometimes exactly exactly because it it, it's so pure and just getting an accountability partner yeah i agree with that i think i think my stance on it is you have to have a positive mindset whenever you're thinking about these problems because you know the first thing that like if you tell yourself that you can't overcome something you know, obviously not you're not to. you're not going to. <laughs> yeah. Who's ever just said like before a test, you know, oh, I'm gonna 100% fail this test and then pass it with a flying color? Yeah, that doesn't, doesn't really happen. happen. But if you if you go into something with confidence and a positive mindset, obviously it's gonna be a lot easier to overcome. You can't just sit there and be negative the whole time. And you know, I understand it's hard to have a positive mindset in a dark place, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. social media, like we had especially a whole with, conversation about with before. Social media, but like even like you said, you have to ha- you have to have purpose. Well, if you can't find purpose, you know, the next best thing is, you know, to at least make the world better. That's yeah. what Jordan Peterson, Jordan Peterson preaches. He talks about at least just, you know, go out there and make the world better. Do something to, you know, make a better place for your kids, make a better place for, you know, your family, friends, whoever. So. Um, 
And I think the number one place that we can find purpose is in our faith and living a Christ-centered life. Um, that's one thing I've learned through throughout the quarantine. And um, I think everyone, um, you know, needs to accept Christ in their lives. And for me, my faith is, is, a, is a foundation. And um, I don't want to say that I fall back on it um, because it's not behind me. I, I want to say it's at the forefront of all my problems and it's uh, helping me to attack all of my problems. But um, I think everyone, everyone should value their faith and should work on their faith. Um, and I think within your faith, if you, if you study enough and if you read enough and pray enough, then you'll find purpose. That's, that's at least what I think. Absolutely. And, uh, guys, that's about all we have about just talking about how to battle, uh, your problems and, uh, combating them basically. Um, if you haven't already, give us a follow, like, whatever. Uh, on Twitter, uh, Twitter it's Radio Resiliency, and Instagram and uh, Facebook it's Resiliency Radio. And uh, if you get any time, um, go follow our friends on Instagram at uh, Grace Podcast. That's their username, and their YouTube channel is the same as well, Grace Podcast. Um, gentlemen, I mean. Um, it's good to see you guys. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's been a while. It's nice and to finally be back on the pod exactly. after a yeah. month. So. And uh, we'll, we'll be uh, – it, it's going to be exciting in the next few weeks. Yeah. Uh, I know for a fact, uh, hopefully the next time uh, we get back together, we'll have a guest. Um, yeah. We're still kind of working out that kink. Yeah, we're in the, in the midst. It, of exactly, but just we, we are planning it. We are planning but it. But in so case not, let us, us know some more topics. topics. Yes, absolutely. Like, we're always open to topics because, as you can see, we are all about you know just talking. And uh, I'm not sure why you guys, you guys just guys, like listening to yeah, us talk. But so. I mean, it uh, it, it really is a honor to just have a conversation and people want to listen to it. Yeah. Um, so. Absolutely, guys. Um, Welp, uh, do you guys have anything else? No. Uh, so with all that being said, um, again, we want to extend our appreciation and our gratitude to you for reaching out and listening, to you for all the messages and the feedback. Uh, um, keep that coming. Please keep the feedback coming. If you think we can imp- improve upon anything, we'd love to hear your ideas um, and, and concepts towards improving the podcast. Um, so... Uh, I guess that wraps us up. Hey, thanks, guys. Uh, have a great week. Everybody stay safe and be blessed.